Well, hello folks, and welcome to We The People. This is the American soccer podcast in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about the U.S. men's national team, and quite frankly, anything tangentially related to it. Welcome, folks, to the Jealous Yanks miniseries, mini-pod. My name is Clayton. I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I'm a web designer. And we love the Nats. 33rd place, baby. Let's go. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Folks, the games was a plenty. The games is a plentiful. And it's out of so control. So many games, dude. Yeah, are you having trouble keeping up? Can you keep up? Oh <laughs> my god. Can you this... keep up? It's like Thanksgiving. I can't believe this shit. It's, it's very, like Thanksgiving for a month. Every day. Every day it's Thanksgiving. It's the best. Every day. <laughs> Folks, uh, this week has contained a lot of ish. And, uh, y- you know... It's so the, much the, ish. Ish on ish. And, and the ish just multiplies into various articles and podcasts and so on and so forth. And we are grateful that you chose us to hang out with us our for 30 40 hour hour and a half minutes and uh get just just kick it for a second we're, we're so grateful if you're enjoying the show don't forget to rate and review us with a five star we might read your review or not us Thank you. but we might have someone, someone famous on the show to read yeah. your review um that's a maybe on that we've got and, a lot uh, of amazing reviews lately Oh, Very great. grateful. Guys, thank you so and, much and for And they this. will be read. They will be read as soon as we can procure a celebrity. All this, the soccer celebs are tied up. Yeah, it's the cup. This, uh, it's the Copa. Yeah, the Mundial. Yeah, it's the Copa. Maybe uh, someone can leave a voicemail. We'll see. Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe phone, we'll phone that one in quite literally. And, uh, you know, folks, uh, also reach out to us on Twitter, at WTPPod. We like doing that. Ty, Ty's pretty active on that Twitter. So so let's talk about some some soccer. Let's talk soccer. Let's pass memes. Let's, you know, let's interact, uh, at WTPPod. It's been a long week. I'm just going to point out a few fun things that happened this week that I noticed. Bring us back. Uh, we we last know, spoke Monday. It was it was Monday night a week a week ago. Correct. And the tournament had just begun. Not correct. all the groups had even played. At the time, at the point. biggest story of this tournament was Mexico beating Germany. Mexico beating Germany. Right. Right. <clears throat> and since then, that has been eclipsed by like. Eight different huge stories. Every, Every day. day has been so intense. It's so fucking incredible. Intense. And now we're into the 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 juicy, juicy ending for, for many groups where you have these two games going on at once. People flying around the table, top to bottom, tables being ripped up and thrown <laughs> apart. Know. It's yeah, my bracket, incredible. My bracket sucks right now, and it's it's all and I'm and I couldn't be more grateful. It's it's a fascinating thing to watch. So so um, take us through it. Take us yeah, through yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. A couple a couple what, of, what happened? A couple of the heavy hitters here. Uh, you know, first of all, we got to see Japan play twice this week. Uh, the yes. at the beginning and the end. You know, you know your boys Ty and Clayton are are Japanese in nature. You know, Japanese-esque. So we we relate Japan-esque. deeply to that. Yeah. We're Japanesque, and not only that, but we done seen Japan do okay with a win and a and a tie. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, win two. a win and a Very a draw that felt like a win. Um, a, a, a few a few beautiful TV moments. Uh, Iran took the field versus Spain, and and we saw just before kickoff. If you were paying attention to the things that truly matter, we got to see PK lightly lift a sparrow from the field in slow motion <laughs> yes. with his with his bare hands yes. and and gently guide it to safety. <laughs> <laughs> it was so 
messianic so, grace. So glorious. <laughs> just, just the combination of the the gentle giant PK and the mm. ev- the tyrant Sergio Ramos, hungry for power and W's. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> Talk about good cop, bad cop. <laughs> and that game concluded with another Mexico beating Germany eclipsing moment, which was the Iranian somersault attempt. <laughs> yes. <throw in>. Yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes. W- Why was there not moments. more discussion of this? <laughs> that was, that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in a World Cup. They just, I thought, because I, I was, sorry, I'm, sorry, sorry. You have no, more No, no, go, go, go. Let's I thought... I thought I had missed something because nobody was mentioning. I thought it was just like something that this guy had been doing repeatedly. <laughs> I did. I, I can't remember what it, I think it was the totally football show I was listening to had a mention of it. They said they couldn't there. They, he had been interviewed at some point on it. Um, that it's his steez. No, it's his... no, no. He had never attempted that in his life and he doesn't know what came over him is what I, what, what? what I can glean. <laughs> what? <laughs> So we're at the, this, this is, we're talking about, like, this is the World Cup for you. These guys, the, the shit just comes wow. over you. You're caught by the wow. spirit. For a second, he thought he could do a, a, a handspring throw in just for a second. <laughs> anyways, wow. anyways. A and, couple, and a couple other. Uh, might we, have helped out. We saw Neymar, uh, we saw Neymar cry. Uh, we did. After a narrow win versus Costa Rica. Conspicuously way, in public yeah, where yeah. television cameras can zoom in on him right 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 captured our hearts maybe maybe made us not barf mine. in our mouths maybe yes yeah it's yeah. up to you my heart is barfing <laughs> we saw croatia versus argentina <laughs> oh my god i forgot that argentina, oh my god the biggest so breakdown uh i've ever seen from an argentinian team has anyone ever seen anything like this and this croatian team <laughs> one of the best amazing this game ever. was both this yes. game was the hideous most hideous game from argentina of the cup and the most beautiful game one of the most beautiful performances of this cup so far from croatia Absolutely. in my opinion uh, we got to see germany defeat sweden and go through in the 90th minute Tony Cruz reminds everyone what it actually looks like to see a vintage Germany player on the field for yes. just a second and oh, uh, slots that shit away. Royce cheekily uh, standing inches, inches by it. what was going to be an indirect free kick. Pretty exciting stuff. And we saw Rafa Marquez take the field shedding a single tear. Just if you look, look, go back, check the image right before Rafa Marquez takes the field in this second game of, for Mexico. I believe he sheds one single tear. Now, it could be a sweat drop. I don't know. There's no way for me to know. But Could be blood. It could be blood. But given the way this Hard World Cup's been going, I, I'm going to guess tear on that one. Uh, any Holy other water. major heavy things? Oh, uh, a couple. A, a couple. Uh, uh, oh, we, oh, my good Lord. We saw uh, England just destroy 6-1. We saw we saw Panama we saw, win one to six. We saw Panama win one to six, <laughs> celebrating their first goal in the World Cup. Celebrating we wildly. Saw this, we saw what I consider to be a vintage Harry Kane uh, hat trick here. Two yes, penalties yes. not earned by him, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, a and a pass that, that careened off, off of, of his yeah. heel, which just him, yeah. flies into the net perfectly. Uh, so couldn't couldn't so be underrated. more Harry Kane than that. Uh, we saw Senegal score on a on on a dubious dubious counterattack. Was it was it okay? Was it not? Who's to say, really? 
and Check let's see. Before we before we go before we jump into Ty's first impressions, I will also just mention we saw Belgium play as well. So the Belgium Belgium and England have now gone through, uh, along with uh, a few other teams, including Spain, Portugal, France, Russia, and Uruguay. And we got to see a good Colombian side finally. I was sad that they got that red card in the first match, um, and so we got to see see them do their thing finally. Ty, after a week of desperately every day thinking today's the day we got to do an emergency pod we're here now we made it we're here we held our breath for long enough we can finally talk about this bananas week of soccer what are your first impressions as we come together here so um last we spoke i was trying to find my my way in the tournament trying to figure out how do how do i look at this thing how do i approach this thing that uh that that i that i have to i have to see in a new light now because my team isn't in it. And it was unfamiliar, and it was a little scary. But I have to tell you, I got the fever, baby. We got it, baby. I got the fever so bad, there is no cure. (laughs) There is no cure. (laughs) The only cure is more Copa. That's right, man. It's so great. It's Every day is just tense and energetic and like nothing I've ever seen before. There's... New new drama unfolding, moment by moment, hour by hour. And what got me into it? What was the you. moment, Ty? What was the moment, the moment that, that, that got that me into it? Had you sold? Was the Japan game? Yeah, yeah. What? Because I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. we're Japanesque, as mentioned. Yeah. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm hype about the Japan team. Sure, great. I hope they do well. Yeah. But when the the Colombian player, I think it was Sanchez, uh, reached out, got this red card. They get the penalty. Kagawa slams home the penalty. I, I started reacting in a way that I haven't felt since the U.S. national team was playing competitive matches. And it, it's, it's not the same. I, I, but that's okay. It's not quite because the same. Even, but... even 50% of what I feel when I watch the U.S. national team play a big game is like more emotion than, than I can even handle. And like my family, people, y'all at home, hear me talk about the game about, you know, six to 24 hours after the game. During the game, I am in a fetal position in the corner. I can barely look. It's, it's, it, it almost looks like, like a crazy person because I am a little bit of a You're crazy living. person You're... when it comes to the game. Okay. Yeah. And I felt a little bit of that craziness watching this Japan yeah. team. And that, that first game, that W against Colombia, the first time an Asian team has beaten a, Colum- uh, a South American team at the World Cup. That was an incredible it's moment so, of pride for it's me. So, it's such a moment of pride. And I don't know, and, that, <clears throat> I don't know if people <clears throat> know how much it means to Japanese folks to see Keisuke Honda take the field, man. Like, yes, we, totally. The, the Japanese team has, is, it hasn't always been this like very well-disciplined well team that, that understands the fundamentals of the game on a deep level. And Keisuke Honda was this dude that came into his prime when I was a young teenager who had dyed hair and wanted to play for Barcelona and cut people up like he was Ronaldo, you know? And we had <laughs> never seen a Japanese dude like th- play like this. A per- totally, Japanese person totally. play like this. So to see him take the field again, it just... It, it, it wakes something up in me. And when, when they scored that, that second goal um, in that Columbia game to get their, their win, their, their upset win, man, it, it, 
I I I cried. Like I I just was so happy for these guys so beautiful. and for this nation and, and what it means just to represent Japan and, and to continue the legacy that Japan has done such a great job of building, of always being totally. here at the World Cup. It's, it's a really being amazing and, and special thing. And, and, and so I was, I was proud. And I was also, I had that Japanese shame. In my first reaction was, well, it was, it was against nine men. And, and, you know, it really looked like just 10 on 10 out there, didn't it? It just looked like 10 on 10, didn't it? That's no good. We can't be too proud of this. And, and, and once again, I was just being even more Japanese and cleaning up my own I, trash. I, I do that too with every aspect of my life, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I realized something about the World Cup, which is that... Uh, Part of it has to do with the nation of Japan, but we're we're members of the the diaspora, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. Um, and what what I realized is that it's really about that moment when you see a guy who looks like you, who you know stands up yeah. there for the anthem, and and it, it's about it's about replacement, and it's about uh, it's about being a part of a collective that is trying to achieve something. And there is something about just like, and I, I, I don't know what to make of this necessarily, but just like seeing a guy who looks like me out there, that changes it for me. Totally. Like, and and the, I would the, add to that as well, the, 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 not only the, the physical appearance of the players, but also the, the creative expressions of the fans. Like exactly. when, when yeah. I see a Senegalese the person, costume. yeah, when I see a Senegalese person <laughs> in the stands, you know, it looks colorful and exciting and. And great, like okay, that that that's their culture, and I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, I wonder where the where the drum thing comes from, and well, you know, what's up with that? When I see Japanese fans, I feel that shit. I that look is that aesthetic, those ideas. Yes, they yes, were around yes. in my childhood. That's what my toys looked like. That's what my food <laughs> looked like. You know, I really feel it on a very deep level. Um, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's what I was noticing is just the the power of that connection, and that at the World Cup. No matter who you are, no matter what you look like, uh, there is someone who looks like you. Mm-hmm. And at the Women's World Cup, there's going to be someone who looks like you if mm-hmm. you're a woman. So that's, that's, I think, the beauty of it is that it, it does feel like all of humanity is represented. And what I really enjoy, uh, have enjoyed about this tournament in particular is that the games have been close. Real even close, the games, man. Even the, 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 the traditional... Matches where you'd have a, you know, cultured soccer power like Spain-Iran against a, uh, you know, non-traditional soccer nation. Maybe the, the non-traditional team might have come in a little bit naive. They might have had, they might not have had like a, a, a seasoned European coach like Carlos Caros. So they, they uh, the, the gap between the haves and the have-nots has really narrowed and it's led to some really good results, including... Today, Iran one goal away from actually going through and some, somehow ending up being one of the most exciting teams at the tournament despite scoring one goal from their own, for, as a, a penalty as their only goal it's, by it's, their own team. It's tragic, isn't it? They, such some, some amazing passing plays, some amazing... I like, think they would have gone through a lot of other groups, yeah. but that group was just a little bit too much for them. But they, they, can, they can hold their heads up high and it was a great performance. But I, I just loved how the... Sweden and Germany was just pulsating. Man, just, that thing was on a knife's edge. Knife's that edge, game, dude. I the edge of your seat stuff. Incredible. Uh, and it, that's that's I think the the a, a second a second point I have related to that is the uh, the evolution of the game. You know when it, it it it's it's almost like like you're you're uh you're an uncle to my kids 
every time you see my kids, they're like tangibly bigger right. <laughs> than yeah. last time. Yeah. And that's kind of how the World Cup is with, with soccer. It's like I can recognize differences from the way that the world game looked four years ago and the way that it looked four years before that and four years before that. And these these uh, these changes are 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 wonderful in my opinion. The the amount of ground that these guys cover it's superhuman. The the amount of energy that they're able to put into every tackle and the the tactical nuance and the um, the devotion to to the shirt that we've seen from from a great many of the teams has been absolutely incredible. Headlined by Sweden, I thought that was just one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. And you know they they came up just short due to a a absolute wonder goal, but they were right there. It's and they tragic. Still a and Germany, so, so, as I, I just feel like so should have suffered for not being good enough. And you know, like I hate, I'm not, I'm not trying to yeah. root against yeah. Germany necessarily. I have nothing. Oh, against, I was rooting against. I have nothing against <laughs> Germany, but like I, I want just, them to go it down. just seems like the way it should have gone is that they should have gone out. It should have been a debacle, and they should have like had to start all over again. Isn't that how it's supposed to go? But that's not what we're Absolutely. seeing. We are seeing these these smaller teams really put the pressure on. But at the end of the day, it's a lot of big names going through. I mean, Russia is really the only true surprise, like big major surprise right now uh, that's that's confirmed and going through. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. So that is kind of the sad part about it is that uh, close still isn't a win. But I guess what I would see as the the hope is that there's a trajectory there that maybe the 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 gap is really narrowing. Um, and I, I'm actually I'm interested to kind of go back and, and try to see if there's any like quantifiable evidence for this. But I just feel like we we used to see more for nothing matches in the group stage at a World Cup. Don't doesn't it feel that way that it, it just used to be a lot more of this happy to be here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. And it, and and it, I think that I mean, in 90 in 1990, a US men's national team went to the World Cup and they had practiced Lost. solo dolo in their backyards. Solo dolo in the backyard. So there there's nobody going to yeah. World Cups in that fucking cool run-in scenario, you know? That's not ha- that's not a thing anymore. Unless it is. I don't yeah. know. Dude, is it? Don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, there there is probably the occasional story like that, but like the small the smallest team at this World Cup obviously is Iceland, who has like some of the best preparation you can have, you know, despite yeah. being coached by an actual dentist, which is like one of the greatest stories in sports. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that I, Iceland thing. Iceland actually is a good example. They're kind of that of this. They're they're that of this year, of this yeah. year's uh, year's cup. There's there are there are. There are always uh, factors in this game that we love that transcend the game uh, just just on the field, right? And that oftentimes yeah. is kind of where you on and the field I, is nothing. On the almost. field is baby yeah. cakes. We're t- we're we're most interested in in the the cultural relevance of this thing, and that's honestly why we love the World Cup more yes. than yes. other tournaments, yes. right? Because there's exactly there's yeah. more. Um, can you? Can we? Ch- I I I need to check in a little bit because of the whole the, the whole like Kosovo celebration Greenwich Shakiri or what's his name there's like this <laughs> Greenwich Shakiri there's there's some sort of there is a political <laughs> protest occurring in front of my eyes that I don't I, I don't know I don't know really know what's going on I know I know that I hear that it's a big deal but I don't really understand the context of what's going on so wondering if you could kind of catch me up on that one 
Yeah, absolutely. I, this has been one of my uh, the the most juicy subplots at the World Cup so far, and was was I thought tragically underreported in the U.S. Was the fact that uh, Sweden has sorry Switzerland has three players: uh, Granit Xhaka, Zerdan Shakiri, and Val, <laughs> Valon Barami, who are of Kosovar heritage. And Kosovo is, is now, a, they've self-declared as an independent nation, but Serbia still thinks that they are a territory of Serbia. Ah, uh, of, one of those. Uh, Ser- Serbia having come from the former Yugoslavia, who had a, a huge war with Kosovo over the issue of their independence. And there were a lot of horrible, horrible things done on both sides, but primarily, uh, uh, by all accounts, I'm not going to make any claims other than what you can read on wikipedia or whatever but yeah uh, by all accounts it was worse for for kosovo so as a result of that uh, a lot of people from kosovo had to go elsewhere to seek you know prosperity jobs etc that diaspora has produced this generation of players kosovo now has a team but um my understanding is that these players can't play for that team uh so they're playing for where they landed which is in switzerland mm. So they happened to be matched up in a World Cup, which I was, I was like, if, if U.S.-Mexico at the World Cup is intense, this is, this is intense. Yeah. And for, for those guys, two of whom ended up being the, the goal scorers, I, I don't think you can imagine a more, uh, more powerful moment. Um, and Chills so the, right the first goal, the, the, the Shaka goal, was just an absolute stonking hit from... from 30-ish yards out. Uh, and he, he reacted kind of coolly with the, the uh, Albanian flag hand emoji, which is <laughs> referencing the, his, his heritage. And um, when Shakiri latched on to a through ball in the 91st minute, his reaction was not as cool. His reaction was actually going Super Saiyan. <laughs> Tears the shirt off and uh, does full, full muscles, full Mr. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. muscles on, on everybody. Just, uh, just laying it on real thick. What's he, the brick or something? Uh, but, the block? There's a name for that guy. The block? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's, a, he is a solid block. <laughs> that man is sure. dense as, dense <laughs> as a model, dense. son. He dense. <laughs> so he, he, uh, he flexes uh, judiciously <laughs> and <laughs> aggressively. He eventually he gets the like, shirt on. I don't he think looks he got like a yellow for the in shirt. a fun mirror. Yeah. <laughs> What was I talking about? Oh yeah, Jorge Sampaoli. Yeah, being being uh, if you put Pitbull in the dryer, you get Jorge Sampaoli. <laughs> That's so fucking funny and true, dude. And true. Oh, that guy's oh, intense, Dale. Man, it got me. But this was absolutely incredible, and I was like, you know, I was watching it and. They were, you know, mentioning some quotes from some of the players saying, this isn't going to be a game, this is going to be a war, stuff like that. And I was like, man, like, these Damn teams are son. really hype about the World Cup. <laughs> nope. And then it was only, like, after I started researching it that I was like, oh, yeah, they had this terrible war. Uh, so only revealing my horrific ignorance as a, as a 
but, American news bubble. But Twitter to the head. point, though, right? This is a, the the World Cup is such an amazing opportunity to be exposed to other cultures yes, in a completely. scenario where that where we are we are truly open hearted, right? So if yeah, there's so many situations in our lives where our differences result in problems for us yes, logistically yes. in their scenarios and, and someone is different and a miscommunication happens and that's, and it's really bad. The world cup is an opportunity to just get all that miscommunication aside and play one game that we all play totally. the same. Yeah. Right. And, and so these guys are taking this opportunity, not only to show their pride in their nation and to represent their abilities, but also their opinions, their views and, um, and that's great. That's a great thing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I did. I, I and certainly I, think And I would so. not, yeah. and I am, and, and I now, as do anyone who just listened to this podcast, know a little bit more about that situation and the, what's yeah, going on in some human beings' right, lives right, right now. Right, right, exactly. And it, I, to me, the ultimate beauty, there are so many ultimate beauties of, of soccer and what, what the World Cup is and does. But the fact that you can have you know, two nations or, or, or people from two sides of a intractable, you know, generations long conflict and come together and follow the rules and play a game and someone wins and everybody goes home. It's so much better than killing each other. Right. It's so much better. And the, the, the fact that, you know, and it the, solves the essentially world... the same desire. It's right. Like we right, just, right. we want to be win weird and be way. superior and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so him yeah, him taking off his shirt and flexing for the cameras is is uh, an upgrade over the way that we dealt with our differences in the past. Yeah. <laughs> so so and yeah, I mean, case in point is Japan. Like the the fact that Japan can can have this thing that yeah, the Japanese people can get together and do this all together and be take pride in in what the nation is doing, but it's not resulting in doing terrible things to other people. You know, there's there is something to that, I think, and it's it's really valuable. Um, but my my uh, <laughs> one last noticing about the uh, the Kosovo thing, mm-hmm. the uh, we mentioned the official World Cup song, "Live It Up." You've only got one shot. Live it up. Oh shit! You've I forgot to shot. say it, man. We gotta make we gotta make the nation correct. Make the nation correct. <laughs> we read some of the lyrics. We read some of the lyrics, um, and it's it's an abomination. It's the worst song ever. It's, it's it. We it's, have strength it's in like, numbers. How do we? What is it? It comes together. <laughs> it's a force we can mix. <laughs> strength in numbers is a force we can mix. <laughs> Let's make the nation correct. It's 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 one of the worst pieces of of corporate hype art ever assembled, and I so make the nation correct. <laughs> Going into the tournament, I didn't know this. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know about the song. I researched it because I was curious if there was a song. Now that I have heard the song, I can't stop unhearing the song. That's right. It it plays. It's like five of the stadiums. It plays after every goal. <laughs> so and they got so, the banners too. They got the banners yeah. with the names of the artists. Yes. Yes. So. They, there's this incredible moment, you know. <laughs> Shakiri, Shakiri, <laughs> avenging his nation, Shakiri. Oh, make the nation correct. Oh. <laughs> uh, you will be 
one shot, one you life, only get one, shot. one chance, one oh. life, one shot. It's like one it's, life. it's it's like the 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 corporateness of it just just <laughs> collides <laughs> at full force, like a, a crunching tackle on on your heartfelt emotion about about the game. So. Uh, shout out World Cup song for for ruining the the life moments of many professional athletes yeah. and dedicated fans. From now on, you know, whenever that I, f- I forget who who the player was, but there was a player we were talking about last week who collapsed and prostrated themselves after scoring a yes, penalty yes, kick. Yes, yes, yes. That player's in that player's mind will be Will Smith saying, "One life, <laughs> no regrets." <laughs> YOLO! Deepest religious <laughs> moment. Praising God for the goal. Lift it up! Make the nation correct! <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Oh. There's, ooh, what's happening? What's happening? The, and, and the World Cup song, the official World Cup song, Live It Up, the official World Cup song, is just one tiny sliver of the, uh, the, the corporate agenda behind and around the entire world cup which is what 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 well the, the whole thing exists to make money and it makes more right. money than anything the the <laughs> 26 world cup that's going to be in the u.s is going to make more money than any sporting event ever in the history of mankind ever like more than the gdp of many nations will be will be we're gonna have produced the, from the beer sales at the 2026 world cup we're gonna have the goat of sporting tournaments it is Here. going to be the the revenue goat that's for sure that's for sure so yeah, these, knowing america so will to... have the highest grossing most boring predictable world cup of <laughs> right right time. lots of nil nils the fa- everyone's favorite world cup ever will be the only one that we didn't go to yeah in our yeah, lifetime because exactly. this yeah. shit's juicy is it's, it always this good it's popping off it's it's always good, but I think this is a good one. This is a very this is very a good, good year. One. It's a good year. Uh, maybe no coincidence that we didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> these teams are good. Yeah, these uh, guys are great. <laughs> so I just I just wanted to touch real quick on yeah. the commercials. Okay. Because that nothing nothing symbolizes the 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 Illuminati tendrils behind the World Cup than the incredible yeah. amount yeah. of how about, Coca-Cola how about the, and McDonald's commercials. How about the Alexi Lawless pre-tournament push to get everyone's DNA information? <laughs> <laughs> what do you need that for, Lex? Don't do My, it. Guys, these ancestry things, they're, they're selling your DNA information. Don't do it. <laughs> Just ask your grandparents. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, speaking of Illuminati, the one I, the one I want to ask you about, I'm curious yeah. to get your take on. What you got? Is the McDonald's commercial that's about, it, the, the theme of it is that the World Cup is on in the morning. How fun. Oh my God. Yeah, and it's so it's, it's, a, it's an American dude yeah. in a McDonald's, and the commercial leads off with him going... Come on, that's a penalty kick. That was a totally accurate impression. Like yeah. 95% there. Yeah. And then he hears from the kitchen. <laughs> he hears, he hears, vamos muchachos. And he goes, vamos muchachos at the television. Oh, Lord. Oh, sorry. After he says, that's a penalty kick, the guy, the guy says, that's only if it's in the box. Oh, and yeah. he doesn't react or anything. It's just like, I guess a joke that like, he doesn't know. 
Well, okay, so... <laughs> Vamos, muchachos! So I just wanted to ask you, Clayton, yeah. your opinion as a, as a U.S. soccer fan, whether we should be excited that there are people enjoying soccer in commercials or deeply offended <laughs> by our portrayal. <laughs> I think that it is an unfortunately spot on. Uh, aside, I didn't catch the vamos muchachos part. I, I, I've seen it a few times and never really caught that. So can't speak YouTube. on that. But, uh, YouTube. But the, the guy himself, you know, is that's unfortunately spot on. Like, People are joining in at the restaurant. I work in restaurants, you know, on the side of my illustrious music career. Yep. And uh, and and there are people just like that coming in every day, like who who are regulars every day, and they and they do are like, all right, what's on? What's tomorrow? Like they're getting into it, and they do ask that question. And at, like many McDonald's commercials, hate it or love it, but that shit's on top, son. They know what they're doing. <laughs> and, like they have the they have the one commercial with the guy like just describing sumptuously the burger while someone eats it. Seems you know, the shit works, good. man. Can we play that? Can we put that in here? Yeah. Can maybe. we make a shekel? We'll we'll this? we'll clip that in at the end. But no, I I just, I, think... I just did pantomime half the commercial. Can we... <laughs> What's the what's the CPM on that? Can we get a couple bucks out of this? Yeah, <laughs> somebody yeah. call McDonald's. Hook us up, man. We're what McDonald's. A couple needs. burgers. We yeah, are. Yeah, we are. Hey McDonald's, let me tell you how to fix your restaurant. Vamos muchachos. <laughs> <laughs> man, we're seeing some big stars come up. One of my favorite things every year is uh, just seeing some people stand out. And my standouts from this week are going to be uh, Pione Sisto uh, at Denmark. That guy's for real. I can't stop hearing Cisco every time I hear his name. <laughs> Pione Crisco. And Pione we've got Crisco. <laughs> and now you're... I can't stop hearing that. Thank you. <laughs> it's Pione, your boy. Pione Sitko. I do this for That guy's the man. Uh, that guy's he's the man. a man, right? He can really play. What's I think he's 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 not a young prospect, but he's pre-prime. Youngish, and, yeah, yeah. And keep, 21, keep, 22. Keep your yeah. eye on him. Yeah, keep your yeah. keep your eye on the boy. It's like an upgraded version of DeAndre Yedlin. Sure. Two years ago. Yeah. Uh, the other, the other big one, big, big standout for me this week was Inui on the Japanese team. Yes. My man oh my is God. playing left back. The curlers. And, and he's a younger player playing in Germany. It makes me wonder what that young team would have looked like without Keisuke Honda and uh, Kagawa. You know, because mm. there was a team, a parallel universe where none of the stars went, and it was a young, promising Japanese team. And Inui is. Really fire. good. I mean, yeah. the guy's fire. So I, it does make me wonder a little bit what that team would have looked like if it had gone. Sure, sure. Uh, just wanted to shout those guys balance. out. I think they have the right balance. Yeah, I, I, I would agree oh, with that. God, I think, this Japan team. I think it all worked out. Um, let's see. We got a couple more things we want to get to. One thing I wanted to ask you is, were Diego Costa and William at the last World Cup? Do you remember? Uh, Diego Costa for sure. Yeah, William was there. Yeah. Okay. Okay, never mind. Diego Costa had the, the one of the all-time great uh, anti-chants at the last World Cup. Being playing for Spain, being way Brazilian. Super oh, Doug, Brazilian. Douglas Costa. I was. Oh, oh, Douglas Costa. No, I don't think Douglas Costa made the made the team last time. Okay, he was just breaking out last time. Okay, but Diego Costa. Let's talk about Diego Costa though. <laughs> I, <laughs> I fuck with that guy, and we have a Spain. Nobody's right? more we Brazilian have a Spain than now him. That somehow goes ahead on in, in the front of their group. 
Uh, and and this team is like it's a vintage Spain team in in almost every way except for Diego Costa. But that's like what this, they need. That's, that's exactly what they need. What they need. Yeah. He's like yeah. this fucking. He, he's the he's the Spanish traffic cone, and the irony is that he comes from <laughs> Brazil, <laughs> the place Actually, where the place where technique is bl- has blossomed to perfection. Is this guy's? I think heritage. I think Giassi Zardes would be a solid Spanish national teamer. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's, this is not a linear kind of thing. It's like there's some weird. Right, weird uh, paradigm at play there. Some counterintuitive logic, but <laughs> he, Giassi's artists would 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 put him away for Spain. They just have to bounce it off of him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's surrounded by a swarm of of red jerseys, and he just has to slowly move from the top of the box <laughs> to the penalty spot, to the top of the box, just, to the penalty yeah. spot. Yeah, we just have to make sure he doesn't. He's not aware that he's playing for Spain. He just has <laughs> yeah, to exactly. think that he's playing for for the L, for in the MLS. Where's he at now? He's doing better at his new team. He's in he's in Columbus, where they they've essentially adopted that strategy. They just yeah. have like five five attackers that uh, attempt to ricochet the ball off of Giassi's. Hey man, if if it works for Harry, <laughs> whatever Kane, works. If it works for Harry Kane. <laughs> it does work for Harry Kane. Very, that's fair. Harry Kane was my pookie baby on the last show. Yeah. So I have to. He's the English Jossie's artist. It's this is known. Oh uh, man, we got a lot of big games being decided uh, by a lot of very important decisions. So many key decisions. And so many moments. Many of them are coming down to V A R R VAR. It was, it was very uh, the big term. We've never talked about VAR on the show, really. Long-term narrative here is that in the for the past two years, essentially, they've been testing video replay uh, yeah. heavy in the German <laughs> League and also uh, in the England League, in the English League, not in the Champions League, but yes, in the FA Cup and other smaller uh, tournaments like that. <coughs> and uh, it's been MLS. largely um, unsuccessful. It's, it, it, for the club game, what? it's been frustrating it's been a lot of like a lot of coverage of calls that were overturned that were not clear and obvious all of a sudden and maybe this is my perspective so i'll i'll open it up to the floor in a sec but all of a sudden world cup comes around the whole point the was floor to prep, is ready was to prep for the world cup the world cup comes around var is being used it's used pretty often and in my opinion in this world cup they just in time right before the deadline finish their essay and they're getting an A because they've gotten all these calls right, I think. They're they're uh they're getting a solid B from you, I think. Execution poor. No, I actually decent. at the World Cup it's been exactly what I wanted it to be. I just everything I saw from the club game okay, pointed okay. towards I, disaster yeah. and it hasn't okay, at all. all. Right, all I've right. been totally happy with it. Yeah, that's right, the, you're you're a little closer to where I I, th- I thought I thought we were diametrically opposed. Um, my opinion is basically that, uh, uh, human driver gets into car accident is not a story. Robot driver gets into car accident is a story. Yeah. So anything, there's some sort of incident that has to do with a new way of doing things. It's always going to be greatly, greatly amplified and any sort of error or mishap with that system is going to be an indictment on its usage. But We've seen actual patterns of the statistics that have changed in this World Cup. We haven't seen a a nil-nil draw. 
And a big part of that is that penalties that might not have been called have been called. That's right. And, you know, some some penalties have also gone the other way. But it's been a lot of these situations where, you know, maybe a game's won by a goal that wouldn't have happened without VAR. Um, we had our first so, we had our first post VAR celebration today. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we had in, in the Iran uh, in the Iran Portugal game, we had the the very curious scene of the referee coming back from the VAR booth surrounded by the Iranian players who were shouting for this penalty. He is in the midst of the Iran players. And in order to point to the spot from the, the sideline, you really have to go for it, you know? So he's just like, yes, <laughs> penalty. And he's surrounded by, by cheering players. So it was this very odd moment. Um, but anyway, that's a tangent. VAR is is a good thing. Yeah, it's they're they're getting more decisions correct than there used to be. That's right. Now, in my opinion, they have gone at this in very much the wrong way, which is that at, at least as far as the World Cup goes, and I think in the club game and in a lot of the leagues, it's gone from nothing to everything. Right. And it should have basically been like the first thing you introduced, which they did, was Hawkeye which is, did the ball go in? <laughs> it's, and it's a, it's a watch that the referee wears, and it's green if the ball went in. And this is, and you're talking really about this hard is pre-VAR. You're saying yeah, this is the first, right. the first techni- that's, that's, that's the technology first that got accepted into the refereeing right, process right. was probably the headset. After that, we had, you know, years and years, and then goal <laughs> line technology. Years in the desert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went from headset, yeah. Um, so and but now we have the situation where there is so much that the VAR can do that it's very confusing for players, coaches, commentators, podcasters. What the hell is going on a lot of the time? And I think the referees are kind of confused too. And what what kills me about it is that so so it's been claimed that the referees have been told don't flag for offside. See if they score. Yeah. See if they score. We'll, right. we'll catch it if it's offside. And to me, the team scoring and it having been offside is the worst result. That's the thing that takes away the most joy from a soccer game. Uh, well, to, what to about... Have the, to have the explosion of a, of a goal and then to right. have it called back is awful. It's gut ra- It's like even disappointing if, if you're the opposition. Well, the thought, <laughs> the thought process there, right, is that you don't want to have a situation where the flag goes up, but it was incorrect. And then what is, yeah. VAR, then VAR says that was wrong, but what are we supposed to do about it? Right. And my point is, we don't have to go from like lots and lots of incorrect decisions, which is the human method, to absolutely no incorrect decisions. Right. That I think it's okay to concede a little bit of the quality of the judgment in order to maintain the rhythm and character of the game. Because I think those things actually are valuable. And I think even with all the VAR you can ask for, you're not going to get it perfect. So let's get it as close to perfect as we can while still maintaining the, the flow right, of the game. So that kind of stuff where, it's, where, where you say to linesmen don't bother flagging unless it's really obvious that i think is is a, is a poor choice because i think there's there's just something about the um uh almost robotic nature of what the sport becomes at that point like as you're scoring the goal you have to stop and look over and wait 
Yeah, you, you, you you're just right. can't there, celebrate the, the for moment, two minutes. The goal celebration the, is a moment worth is sacred enough it, that it's yeah. worth preserving. In, in fact, I would say it's the moment that defines what soccer is about. You know, right. soccer by default is a game of nothing. <laughs> it's a game of it's it's a void, and it has to be colored in by these these little piquant things that 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 give it character. You know. So, and a lot of those things happen that aren't goals, but goals are the big one. Um, so that's, uh, that's my, my opinion is that I don't, I don't think we have to go all the way in the direction of making sure that everything is always right. I think it's okay for there to still be some, some gray area. And I think especially when you're just introducing the technology, I would have preferred if they had taken an incremental approach to say, okay, what are the, what's the like low hanging fruit that we can make sure? Okay. If the ball goes out and it might've been a penalty, let's check if it was a penalty. So the ball's, ball's out of play, clock is stopped, let's just check. Right. Um, and the other low-hanging fruit to me is not a video assistant who makes judgments by replay, but a guy watching TV. Because on TV, in real time, you can referee the game. It doesn't have to be connected to, to replay. You could just have like four screens, great zoom, cameras. 4K, ah. have a guy in the booth, and the guy in the booth says, yellow. <laughs> <laughs> 21, no, yellow. <laughs> with no replay at all. No, no, that it's is not, so not interesting. Replay. Yeah, it's just, just live, a guy. It's just eyes. It's just eyes yeah, all just over eyes. the field. Eyes in places that you can't have eyes. Like, yeah. you need the physical referee out there to control the tone of the game, make sure that the teams are, you know, to instruct players about what's going on, whatever. But there's no reason why you can't have, you know, eyes in the skies. Right. Checking things out, which it, sure the sideline referee does as well from their perspective. This exactly perspective. The, so the then, then the communication the is already you're, from a way worse angle. the The paradigm already exists. Yeah, you know, and the refs and already I, have a way to communicate. They, I don't know it. I'm not a ref, but I'm sure that they have their their methods of communicating with sideline referees and what the what the phrases that you use are. They could probably use all those same phrases for not a video assistant re- replay yeah, thing, but yeah, just exactly, for exactly. a video assistant. Yes, yes. And I think that the actual replay, which is the thing that actually really breaks up the game and has like severely detracted from my enjoyment of football, among other things that have detracted from my enjoyment of football, is the amount of time you, you, you spend watching a fucking guy leaning peering into the the hooded booth <laughs> it's the most you're talking about it's, american it's awful football. television yeah 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 it's it's just it's dry and boring and it's it, the entire it's, it's thousands and thousands of people around the world watching tv all together watching each other watch tv <laughs> and then ridiculous. they cut to commercial yeah and then cut to commercial <laughs> yeah, exactly. squeeze in a few more commercials that's what that's what's next is the yeah. the var commercial break oh lord that, that's what it's really vamos muchacho sneak landon donovan in there a couple more times uh, yeesh so um uh, so so var it's a good thing but let's let's get some Let's get some some restraint, some common sense. I think they they will come to those conclusions after this tournament. But I, I find it very weird that a behemoth, old school organization like like FIFA would would make such a decision in the first place. Well, I tell you what, you might be onto something with those those ad breaks. That is the yes. one problem with yes. soccer, and every businessman knows that. <clears throat> well, and I, I mean, I'm on record. I would like there to be quarters. 
because I, I I don't think the teams have enough time to to strategize, make adjustments, and the pace of the game is so ridiculous nowadays that that's true. I think the teams would really benefit from like the I think the quality of play would go up if they just had five minutes. Uh, and then yeah, sneak in a couple ad breaks. Why not? Maybe t- maybe do like a timeout. I not to change the game too much. I mean, quarters would be a much easier fit. You're you're, you're suggesting low hanging fruit type changes, but uh, increments, increments, incre- incremental yeah. changes. Hey, the game always changes, man. If you are looking for soccer to stay what it's like today, you're on the wrong side of history, friend. And uh, if you fell Indeed. in love with the game at any time, it was after changes uh, to the game that that improved it and made it better and made it what you love today. So, don't fight change, my love. Don't I was, fight it. One one quick other thought in that vein. Um, I was just thinking about how good the teams are now. Because they're they're outstanding. I mean, the the bad teams are great. Yeah, <laughs> they they can pass. They have solid tactical systems. They have an idea of their play. Yeah, uh, and I was just thinking about how, you know, this Saudi Arabia team. I guess they got a win today, uh, but they they stunk it up horribly in that that first game against Russia. They would have been world champions in the fifties, probably the sixties. I mean, it's yeah, probably it's true. the '70s. It's true. The way the way things go, you know, we're probably living amongst the top, the the best twenty soccer players of all time. You know what I mean? Like, no offense, Maradona, but shit's yeah. changed. Like, and the dude. I mean, yeah. Let's not get too bogged down in specifics. Maradona was was not going to pass any drug tests uh, that have developed. <laughs> yeah, modern, modern drug tests would have done enough. Yeah. It's not, it's not the, the 15 kilometers a game that they run. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's that random screen. But yeah, it, it gets better and better. And I, I think it is easy to forget um, how the, the, the fact that we have done nothing but improve at this thing, the same way it's easy to forget uh, that, that, you know, our quality of light, our quality of living yes, as human beings yes. has done nothing but improve yes. up until this point. And so it is easy to see things, uh, you know, changing in the game or maybe not the little growing pains that occur. And it's easy to see that as the thing itself falling apart, but it's not. It's a, it's a process of change that is natural and has always been there. And, and we're in store for some great things in the future. Yeah. So so to, to philosophize on that point, my... My takeaway from the World Cup is how much humanity has progressed. <laughs> you know, there's so so much shit that's that's screwed up. There's a, there always is, but just the the like long march of history towards lives improving, towards people having, you know, having more rights, having more freedoms. It 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 happens, and I I see that kind of thing reflected through sports. Sports reminds me of that. Uh, and it's it's cool to see, but the, it, it's the the highest quality of play that I've seen at a World Cup. Uh, I can't claim to have watched all all the matches of you know whatever eighty two. I mean, but it's mind. It's insane. What's happening yeah. in this World Cup is fucking mind blowing. And, and dude, narrative, dude, every level. The 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 we're watching Messi fail and Ronaldo succeed. We're seeing right. Spain and Brazil pull shit out of their ass. We're seeing a young talented France. We're seeing an England team that doesn't suck about to face a Belgium team that's a even better than it's ever been. A non-nervous England team. We're, it's yeah. a non-nervous England team about to go into an English Premier League all-star matchup right now. And to to bring this back 
to the Nats. Yeah, where are we at? Because where if we you're at? just joining us, if you're just joining the Jealous Yanks, this is not our show. No, man. Our show is about the 33rd best team in the world. That's right. We came in, we just missed it. <laughs> just about missed it. We didn't want to go. The you weren't US feeling men's it this year. national team. Yeah, we, and we allowed the other teams to practice during this World Cup. Yeah. You know, we're taking a break. We chose to take a break. We weren't um, feeling it. Yeah, we, we didn't feel like showing up, guys. So um, the U.S. not in this World Cup, but the U.S. has the 2026 World Cup. And can you imagine the level of play that Weston, Tyler, Christian, that these guys are going to hit? Like you see, you know, the players now, like those, those uh, Germany and, and Sweden players who played at such a like ridiculous tempo and pace, quality, technique, everything tactics, ideas, everything on total point. The Mexico team, unbelievable. The planning that went into that. Uh, so I, I can't even imagine how great it's going to be in, in 2026. I'm like so pre-hype, overhype, overhyped about the 2026 U.S. men's national team. When you wait for a tournament that comes every four years and then your team doesn't go, the hype, yeah, exactly. it's really an eight-year hype train. It's, yes. <laughs> Good God. Holy crap. But get get out there, boys. And I am sad. I am sad because I think that uh We're so jelly. <clears throat> we're jelly. And the 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 uh talking of pace of play, of movement, of speed of thought, this is a, a World Cup that was tailor-made for Tyler Adams to just burst out onto the scene. Yeah. So he he he'll he'll find his way to burst out onto the scene. This generation of American players will be defined by the experience of watching this World Cup. <clears throat> yes, I am. A, I'm. I'm. My so glass well is half full on this one. I really just think that, like, I look at the personalities out there. You know, Weston, Tyler, Pulisic, um, uh, Verde Bremen kid. What's his face? Sergeant. Sergeant. These are these are players that I don't know. I I like the vibe. I I think yes, it would have clearly, obviously, obviously been an amazing opportunity to go to the World Cup. But now that that didn't happen, I actually can get on board with a a, a group developing a mentality of saying this has been our team for eight years and we're still yes. twenty six. And when yeah. we picked it up, it was a piece of shit team. And we yeah. made this, right? Pulisic, yeah. when, when 2026 comes around, that's the conversation. They're going to say, when we inherited this team, it was a piece of shit. Now it's good. That's, that's the idea. And that's what we're all rooting for. As, now as now Dave Saruman manages uh, Bayern Munich. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> He's come a long way. Yeah, <laughs> now, well. now, now Dave Saruman has also become a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> overachieving Dave uh, Saracon. Hey, so there is what one... you said. Yeah, what, what you said is so beautiful. And uh, can I can I close us in a, a little vignette? Uh, no, life? you cannot because I I need to I... Get, I need to nominate one peep. It's real quick, and then let's okay, go. Okay. Let's loop yeah, back no, to this, and we'll close yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Nominate the peep, and then I'll I'll close us. My peep nomination uh, is gonna go out. And by the way, uh, the, the the so we have one previous peep nomination. It's for Andrea Novakovic's family. Um, and we're accumulating Shouts. peeps for what is our, our shout out Muskegee. It's our yearly uh, award show that we do here on We the People, um, where we, it's just a fun little thing that we close the year with. So, peep nomination, real quick, going out this week to Jorge Perez 
Navarra for oh um, yeah the, 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 the Mexican American broadcaster who you may have heard uh, in a few different games, including uh, Mexico's in this World Cup, who is who is could not be more we the peeps. This guy is a <laughs> symptom of uh, reality in America, which is that English speaking Spanish media is necessary and and welcomed and and we love and need that and so this is a guy who is currently commentating in the english language in a uh sort of can i say a latin style is that how would you how would you describe (laughs) you have to bleep that (laughs) style for us to say I don't know. I'm not sure I, I, how to describe. I'm not cool. sure how to yeah, describe I, the co- cross cultural yeah, yeah. melting pot that is this, Jorge. The, the, this this the fusion food. It's imagine that is this Jorge. if you if you if you if you don't already know what I'm talking about. Imagine it's it's when you hear a commentator do the long goal. It's that. It's all that. It's all that style of of commentary, but in English and in oftentimes broken English. So the peep goes out to you, Jorge, for for being part of a, a new pocket in culture, English speaking Hispanic media. And and I just um, at the risk of in all seriousness, I am proud and honored that you exist, and I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing. I'm also going to make fun of your oh, English yeah. really quickly. Uh, but my my favorite Jorge, <laughs> my, my favorite Jorge Perez. Uh, Navarra quote from from this week, and I'll, I'll maybe I'll bring bring another one back next week. But it's it's in reference to we're 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 almost we're waiting on a replay for a contestable, debatable, maybe foul. He turns to to his co-anchor, co-host, and he says, "Quote: Can I tell you something? Question mark. Do you like angles? Question mark." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. So awesome. Do you like angles? <laughs> so I do like angles, Jorge. I do. You did not tell me that was not a statement, Jorge. But yes, I do like angles. Anyways. He makes me want to stab myself in the ears like 20% of the time, but most of the time I'm down. And I love angles. <laughs> I love angles. Oh, but it's, uh, the, oh. the, you, you, we got to give a shout out to um, uh, El Presidente. What's his name? Fernando Fiore. Fernando Fiore, who is another crucial another, part yeah, of this yeah. pocket. And, and Jorge, you're new on the block. You're going to have to kiss the ring of the godfather, uh, Fernando Fiore. Uh, El Presidente, but yeah, you gotta kiss the ring, kiss, kiss that. You gotta, yeah, you gotta pay tribute, dog. <laughs> you want to get up? <laughs> he probably already did pay tribute. He's on, he's on TV. I know, I know. He's a yeah, man's yeah. already paid his dues. So, anyways, that's it. That's that's my peep nomination so, for this week. And a, a, a quick a quick shout out the the Fox treatment of the World Cup ha, has been maligned in some circles, and there have been some some rough moments. My Least favorite so far has been Gus Hiddink being incredibly condescending and saying really dumb stuff, but in an accent. Yeah. Therefore, people think. Uh, and uh, some some racial undertones to some of the, the way that the African teams have been described. Oh, my God. They it's played the worst. against Japan. It's it that pretty shit's, rough. Yeah. No, it's so not cool. And honestly, the um, way, I, I honestly wasn't was a little off put by the way the japanese team was described at times as well uh yeah i was too um, and and but the, i get it whatever i mean it's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get it. I get it i get it but just 
be be a little woker and cool. Yeah. And tread more lightly around. Just suckers. describe just describe what you're actually seeing. Right. Because and, and not every <clears throat> Japanese play exhibits discipline, okay? Yeah, exactly. Just like saying. the goalkeeper passing the ball, like punching the ball into Sadio Mane. <laughs> like like not great. Not super smart there, dude. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like Yeah. And not so, every African player is exhibiting speed and flair. It's just yes. describe what you see. That's all. And I'm I was I there there was uh oh man, I'm like so far in a rabbit hole. Yeah. Quick on rabbit hole on this. Just imagine the reaction if Poland scored the goal that they that Senegal scored. If a Polish player right. had run onto the field and the the team from Africa hadn't been paying enough attention and missed that Robert Lewandowski was about to score. Imagine what people would Very have said. Very different narrative. They fell asleep. Very this is t- this is game awareness, game savvy. Naivete. Yeah. yeah. Um so anyway, get get woke. And also just like stop being so boring because the the last three people who described the Senegal team all said that. So so say something else, like maybe describe their formation. Yeah. Their tactics, their results in qualifying. Surprising young players. Yeah. What's what's their style? What are they going for? And the coach, the coach, he's he's 42 year old, the only black coach at the tournament, and the only thing that we know about him from TV is that people think he's hot. <laughs> Which he totally is. Totally is. Show. There's plenty of but hot this guy coaches. Is, this guy's a it fucking doesn't have story. to be I the mean, only how, subject of conversation. The accomplishment. Forty-two years old, coaching in the World Cup. Amazing, amazing story. And I, I want to hear. I want to hear guy. what his ideas are. I want to hear what he's brought to the team tactically. Like, who are his influences? Where did where you know where did his game develop? How did he go into coaching at such a young age? What's it you know? So there's there's just so much more to explore beyond these these top level narratives. Beyond the fact that they're just kind of racist or even pretty racist but to bring us back <laughs> all the way back we are gonna bring all this the way back out of that rabbit hole promise. out of the other rabbit hole fox wait sorry one more rabbit hole Fo- the, the fox commentary i like that there are women in yep. the commentary i dig it 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 has changed it's changed a lot of uh uh the the tone and spirit of the commentary it makes the um what do you call it the set thingy the set talking thingy what do you the booth not not the not the actual game the halftime breaks sit and around stuff. and chat yeah. yeah it makes them better and there there were there was one particular moment that i i uh, i really enjoyed um where ali wagner who is the only play by play commentator she's not doing play by play she's doing color but the only in booth commentator who is female uh one of the players uh, in a game that they were calling, had uh, recently had a baby. But obviously the player didn't have a baby. Wife had a baby. Yeah. So they were saying uh, he, he, you know, barely made the World Cup after his wife had, had given birth to their child. And she goes, he's having a lot easier time playing at the World Cup. <laughs> and I was like, that's fantastic. That's, that's fantastic. something that, that you would never have heard yeah. if you didn't have a, a female commentating on the game. Yeah. So I just love that there's new perspectives, new new uh new opinions, new insights being shared, and I think it's 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 it can only be good. So I, I applaud them for trying in all of these different vectors to make the game more egalitarian. And if there can be men talking about women's soccer, there should be women talking about men's soccer. Um, anyway, unrabbit hole to the final 
the final, final Russian thing, doll. The final thing, Russian doll that I would thing. like to share. Uh, I got the fever. We got it, baby. We're back. Fever. We're in this. And as you do when you have the fever, I went to go kick it. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get out there, dude. Yeah. It's like, you know, last game of the day ends at four o'clock. What am I gonna do with the rest of my day? Yeah. Better get out and kick it. So I go to my field where typically I am alone. There is a, a concrete wall next to the field that I hit the ball against in a very Charlie Brownish <laughs> sort of solo USA 1990 practice <laughs> sesh. <laughs> and I get to the field and there is a pickup game. There are Good Lord. 30 high school kids wow. playing on the field. And I see the high school kids there. Sometimes they have a soccer ball. Usually they're just kind of dorking around, hanging out. I see them playing. Yeah, I've, I've kick, kicked the ball around once or twice. You know, there's been, you know, maybe six to six to ten kids who want to play. Usually they just want to uh, hit penalties at each other. Um, but they're actually playing on the full field. Thirty kids. One game? One game. No way. I, I yeah, I leave that game. Oh my Atlanta. I that's amazing. Am, I, I notice another adult. I'm like, okay, in order to not be creepy, I'm going to make small talk with you, adult. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm talking to, to this other adult, a, a Spanish gentleman, and, and he tells me, oh, I'm here to play with, with these guys. We're about to play. Huh. I've been, I've been going to this field for years. <laughs> I haven't seen a pickup game. I've, I've gone there with my children with a sign that says, I want to play pickup. <laughs> <laughs> nothing has happened so the world cup effect is real i go yeah. i i uh, i talk to my 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 spanish friend i get the number of the guy who's playing i go to that game uh, the next day they're playing again i go i play i get crushed perfect pick up wonderful excellent soccer's great i come i'm walking home i see kids in the park by my house you've been to the park by my house yeah man that's not a place that kids play soccer Fucking ghost town over there goes down dude <laughs> <So there. laughs> and and it is it is like the prototypical place that that you learn how to play you know yeah. it's like it's like some in the in the 2026 world cup b-roll there will be footage of of this park with what one of these local kids walking by <laughs> yeah this was the spot when the usmnt didn't make it we were all inspired and we went out there to try and to try and make it our own and I came here to practice every day, and a local gentleman encouraged me <laughs> to, to pursue my dreams. So I am just deeply And then he was all, definitely by, check by out this. my podcast and follow us at yeah, WTP Pod. Pod. At that point, I got weirded out. <laughs> it changed my life. <laughs> Vamos, muchachos. Vamos, muchachos. Uh, I was like, so I, 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 was, I was like grinning about the fact that I was walking down the street. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing people playing. So like the last time, last time we talked, I was saying it's my first world cup out here in Jersey. It's a new experience. It's different. But since then I've seen, I've seen Jersey grow into the tournament. Here we go. I'm seeing signs on route 17. Watch go, the Jersey. world cup here. I'm seeing kids out in the park. I, I saw kids in, in another neighborhood carrying balls around. So it's, it's, it, it feels like a whole new day. And I hope that it's not just a, thing that happens you know during the tournament and then dies off i i hope that it's a part of these kids lives like it was a part of ours and 
that happens because of the special moments that you have watching a World Cup, and it's something that that actually can change your life for the better because soccer's a good thing. So awesome. It's a good thing, man, and 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 it's, it's changed thing. our lives for the better, without a doubt, uh, and changed so many people's lives for the better. So, you you listeners are are with us in that. And guess what, listeners, we got a fucking treat for you. Um, we're gonna do some in person potting. You know what? I'm gonna loop this all together. The game of soccer has changed my life for the better because it brought me together on this podcast with my brother. We live far, far apart, Woo! and this is our way to come together uh, on a regular basis and and just be together that's it soccer brings me together with my family even though i can't be with them almost ever and that sucks so much and i hate it so much but it's it's okay it is what it is it's my i'm pursuing my dreams and uh so so i'm out here far from my fam but guess what next week guys we're doing in-person recording i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in, in the crib. New Jersey. At the ghost town. In the ghost town. I'm going to kick it at that field. And uh, you guys are going to be right there with us. And we're just going to keep covering this this uh, World Cup at, on the Jealous Yanks uh, miniseries, mini pod, part of uh, We the People podcast, until it, it finally concludes. And from now on, we'll be together for that part. So it's going to be really rad, and we're really excited. And, um, and, and I'm taking some time off work, so we'll get some longer, more on-time podcasts, and it's just going to be fun. <laughs> um, so thank you all so much for uh, joining us. Join us again next week. I really quite... Rate and review. Don't forget to rate the show and five stars and review it. And we are going to get to some of your uh, reviews probably probably next week. We'll, we'll just be dicking around doing figuring that out. So um, I, I quite like it when a, when a plan comes together, you know? There's all these different factors, mm. but you can yeah. feel it. It's a unique feeling. Ugh, my plan came together. Especially uh, in, in Robin Hood-style victimless crimes. So I'm into that. Uh, I, I also quite like it when, uh, when, um, you are, I was on the, I called a friend, he was explaining something important and then lightning struck and we both saw it from different locations. I was a fan of that. I thought that's neat. Uh, and I, and I, and I like beaded necklaces, but I don't like any of that shit (laughs) as much as I love the Nats. Goodbye people. It's Copa time. It's Copa time. Vamos muchachos. (laughs) Vamos. <laughs> it's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Flugel! Oh, just kissing. Ooh. Kissing the top Ooh. of that waveform. That's how you know. Wow. That's how you know. Alright, Doug. You don't know. Now you know. Um 30 minutes to boys. 45, okay with you? Uh yeah, if you, if you can hold back. Yeah, let's If if you if you want to just give it 50%, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm you fucking asshole. <laughs> We're going to be in person a week from now doing an hour and a half epic sode, the greatest sode of all time. The greatest sode ever. Yes. Let me phone real, this one real, in. Real streaming. Live stream. Let me phone uh, oh, one in. My 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 topics I want to talk about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um if we can find time. 